Yes, team, how are we? Welcome back to another episode of the High Performance Coach Podcast. I hope all is well in your world. I thought today would be a perfect opportunity for me to sit down, reflect, put pen to paper and look at some of the biggest lessons that I've learned so far across person, coach and business um, that I can now draw upon that um, I believe are going to support, enhance and carry me forward into Q2 uh, and the remainder of the year that I've thought would be powerful to share with you. I recorded this podcast previously, uh, but then I realized across um, those three entities, there was a lot of uh, kind of lessons that I was able to extract. So what I'm going to do is distill these down into person. And then I'm actually going to release uh, another two podcasts over the course of the next week uh, with the coach and the business side of things. And the reason why I feel as though this is so important to do is because I know at the start of every year, uh, the majority sit with pen and paper and you look back on the year previous and then you start to plan ahead. Where do I want to be? What are the goals that I want to accomplish and achieve? What are the experiences that I now want to have, um, you know, personally, physically and professionally? And then we basically get our head down and we go and get after the process. And we reflect day to day, week to week, month to month. Um, but so often, obviously, we don't necessarily get an accurate representation of what's going on because it's such a finite period of time. And whilst even a quarter is a finite period of time, it's still a kind of greater opportunity for us to now be able to reflect with probably more clarity um, and for us to now be able to actually understand some of the trends, some of the patterns and what's been going on. Um, where am I surviving? Where am I thriving? What are the behaviors that I'm now proud of? What are the behaviors that I now know? Um, aren't serving me and what are the shifts and changes that I now know that I need to take and make moving into Q2 that I now know are going to support and are going to align to where it is that I now want to go. And again, um, have my expectations um, like matched my reality? What do I potentially need to shift and change so that I can now live with even more kind of congruency and alignment um, based upon obviously my actions going into uh, the next few months? Uh, which are going to be uh, so integral. So if we now look at uh, the personal side of things, my five biggest lessons. Number one, this was something that Porik, uh, who's one of our incredible coaches inside the High Performance Coach, he's been inside the program for almost three years now, shared at our last live event. Uh, he basically uh, delivered a connection piece uh, at the start of the day to allow each individual just to be able to get to know one another on an even higher level. And one of the first questions he asked was, who are you? And if you were to strip away that I'm a personal trainer, I'm a gym owner, I'm an online coach, I'm a whatever, um, how would you describe yourself? And actually, how would you now connect to the person to the left or to the right of you? What would you now say about yourself? Why would you say those things? And this was something that stumped a lot of people. And this was something that I've um, had on my mind for a long period of time. Because somebody asked me a couple of years ago, Joe, if I was to strip your fitness business away from you, who are you? And I was like, uh, no, I didn't have an answer. And uh, that was quite difficult for me. And whilst um, right now I'm still learning and growing and evolving. And uh, again, there's still this kind of continual challenge because you live and breathe and love what you do so much. Um, I think it's about understanding then. Yeah. Well, what is the thing that now connects you to people outside of your business, outside of that title? Um, how would you describe yourself? And again, like how can you now start to build a greater degree of relatability? Because people now buy people before they now buy into coaching. And it's going to be those lessons and stories and things that are actually now going to allow you to start more conversations with people, which is going to be incredible. So if you were to strip your fitness business away from you, who are you? How would you describe yourself? Why would you say those things? 
And actually, how can you now start to share more of that within your content? How can you now start to uh, allow people to see you above and beyond just that coaching hat or that business owner hat that you now wear um, so that actually there's a greater degree of relatability? Because um, I believe that nobody trusts anybody on the internet anymore. And right now it's looking at, okay, how am I now bridging that gap? How am I brick by brick, step by step, layer by layer, building that trust? And that now comes back down to obviously us now telling our truth, but also now being able to share and allow people the opportunity to um, get to know you um, out with obviously what it is that you now do in just in terms of your coaching domain and the role that you now operate uh, within. And even if it is like so much of what it is that you now do, um, allowing people to see the other things that you enjoy, what you like to watch, where you like to go, the experiences, the hobbies, um, your values are going to be so important in terms of gravitating and radiating the right types of people towards you. Uh, and not only that, also allowing them to understand like your worldview. What do you now believe in? What do you now stand for? What don't you stand for? Uh, what makes you you? And actually, that's going to be the very thing that's going to allow you to find your people. Number two. This was something that I believe I took from James Clear um, on the High Performance Podcast. And he basically asked, if an alien came down from Mars and watched you for a week, what would you say they, they say, what would they say you valued the most? If an alien came down from Mars and watched you for a week, what would they say you valued the most? And would that be congruent in alignment and in alignment to actually what you do value? Are you now currently behaving in alignment with what you say that you now do and what's now important to you? Um, and I used to share this with my coaches, like if your clients were to watch you for a week and they were to actually listen to what you were saying to yourself um, on an audio tape, um, would you be proud? What would you shift, alter and change? What would you do differently? What would you bring more intention to? And realizing that um, the first person that we now need to build confidence and trust within is obviously within ourselves. And that now comes back down to us following through and stacking the odds in our favor and doing what we said that we would do. And actually now being able to trust yourself um, in those behaviors. And of course, we all stand on the shoulders of giants and we learn from others. Uh, but I believe uh, that we also now need to have the confidence and trust in terms of uh, within ourselves, what we now stand for, what we now believe in, how we now want to be able to behave, why that's now important to us. Um, and actually, are you now behaving in alignment with what you say that you do? Because that's going to be the biggest and the greatest way for you to now be able to live, love, breathe, embody and embrace your story, your journey, which is also then going to be the very thing that's going to allow you to go to the marketplace um, and also for them to be able to have a greater degree of certainty and trust and confidence within you. Number three, this was from an incredible podcast Um which I listened to with Joe Rogan and Guy Ritchie, uh, which is, I believe, if it was a few years ago uh, and is well worth checking out. Um, and he basically talks about, like, are you wearing or owning the suit? Are you owning who you are? Are you owning what you stand for? Are you owning uh, what you believe in? Are you owning, like, what uh, it is um, that makes you, you? Are you living and breathing that? Um, are you enjoying that and embracing that and embracing the challenge and all those different things? Or right now, are you wearing something? Are you pretending to be somebody that you're not? Um, are you basically putting on this protective armor that's keeping you safe and the world sees one thing, but actually behind closed doors, you're another? And are we right now potentially uh, performing and behaving out of alignment of who we actually are because we're trying to people please, we're trying to fit in, we're trying to keep ourselves safe. I did that for so many years. Or right now, am I actually owning the suit? Am I owning what it is that I do? What I'm about? Who I am? My challenges, my insecurities, my vulnerabilities, my strengths, etc. And I thought that was brilliant. Because there are some individuals, you know, even that will wear a suit uh, and they do own it. They love it. 
They live it. They breathe it. And there are other people that put on a suit because they feel as though they have to put on a suit, but it's not really them. So are you currently wearing your suit or are you currently owning the suit uh, that you're wearing? And again, like actually being able to really kind of embody and uh, give yourself uh, the opportunity to show the world, okay, yeah, this is me. And again, when it comes back down to um, the industry that we're now in, actually, that's going to be the connection piece that gravitates the people towards you. Number four, are you working on helping everybody else so you don't have to work on yourself? That might even be like, am I keeping myself busy? Am I keeping myself distracted? Am I keeping myself responding to messages and creating content and looking for the next thing, the next shiny object, the next tactic, strategy, hack, tool, lead generation activity that's now going to allow me to bring more clients through the door? Am I now just trying to respond to clients and basically solve all their problems? Instead of actually giving myself the space and actually doing what I now know that I need to do for me, most importantly, and actually work on myself. Because that's difficult. That's hard. Because doing is easy. I suspect doing for me is easy. Going to the gym, easy. Turning up and basically, uh, you know, coaching and delivering, easy. Working on yourself when you're not necessarily getting a return on investment straight away and or it's delayed gratification and you're not getting any validation that you're doing something can feel incredibly challenging and incredibly difficult. And so often it can then be easy just to go and work on helping everybody else. So we now don't have to work on ourselves. We don't actually have to then open up and look at, okay, Why am I thinking like that? Why am I behaving like that? What are the fears? What are the insecurities? What are the things that are now challenging me, stopping me, holding me back, et cetera? What is it that I believe about myself to be true within this moment? And again, like allowing yourself to understand, okay, how can I now give myself the space and the opportunity? And again, like this is a perfect opportunity now, the end of quarter one. Instead of then thinking quarter two, where am I going? What am I building? What am I creating? What do I need to do? Boom, 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 boom. It's about actually allowing yourself to understand, right? okay, what do I need to take ownership and responsibility for? How can I now actually take myself away from the noise and give myself the space and give myself the time and the opportunity um, to be, think, put pen to paper? Look at what have I learned about myself? What am I most proud of? What am I not proud of? Where have I kind of um, radiated confidence and certainty? Where have I lacked confidence? Where do those limiting beliefs now come from? Where does that power and courage come from? And actually, how can we understand, right, okay, the more that we now work on ourselves, even though uh, we're not going to see a direct ROI and that we're going to feel as though that we're potentially working and doing, is going to be one of the most powerful activities that we now know that we can do. And again, that now comes back down to like a multitude of differing things when it comes to working on yourself with respect to obviously your boundaries, your barriers, um, the questions that you now ask yourself, the space and the time that you give yourself um, to now be able to think and also be and also have fun and play, et cetera. And this brings us quite nicely into number five, which is people will unconsciously treat you as well as you treat yourself. People will unconsciously treat you as well as you treat yourself. How are your boundaries and barriers at this moment in time? How are you currently uh, speaking to yourself? What standards are you currently setting for yourself? How are you currently uh, nourishing? What level of intent? What level of effort? What level of energy are you now bringing? We know that your business ambition will always be limited to the amount of energy that you have to give to it. And we know that your business will always be broken. We know there's always going to be something to do, messages to get back to, uh, content to create, systems to build, activities that we haven't yet been able to facilitate. Exactly the same personally. There's always something to be done. 
But most importantly, the first person that we now need to lead and look after is going to be you. And whilst obviously in some aspects that can feel difficult and challenging and feel selfish because you're not where you want to be and you're not where you should be and uh, you feel as though you're lagging behind, most importantly, that busyness and that doing and keeping ourselves busy is probably distracting ourselves from the things that we actually know that we need to do. And it now comes back down to, again, you. You are the very thing that people now believe in, buy in, uh, invest um, into. And it's going to now come back down to obviously the certainty that you now have because people will always gravitate and radiate towards the person with the greatest amount of certainty. So how well have you treated yourself over Q1? Have you treated yourself with compassion? And that isn't self-care, bubble baths, etc. It might potentially be giving yourself some space to now be able to go and actually have some fun and have some play and actually enjoy and take a step away. Sometimes it's just fronting up and doing the work and doing the do. Are we creating the boundaries and barriers that now is actually protecting you and your energy? Are you now leading, looking after and uh, living, breathing, embodying, embracing what it is that you now stand for? Because that's going to be the biggest way that you are going to be able to build um, authority in the marketplace and also bring your very best self to that. Uh, because something I listened to, uh, which I thought was so powerful, which is in, I think the coach's handbook, I think it's called, or rule book, rule book or handbook um, on Netflix. There's basically five incredible um, coaches who have done amazing things with teams. They share their biggest life lessons. And one of the NBA um coaches basically talked about this Ubuntu um, philosophy, uh, which is basically like you're only ever as good as who we all are. Uh, we as humans obviously learn from other humans. We learn how to think from other humans. We learn how to listen from other humans. We learn how to perform and behave from other humans. Uh, we learn actually what's possible through other humans. Like the four minute mile comes to mind. Like nobody thought it was possible. Human goes and does it. Right? Okay, boom, it now becomes possible. And then however many hundreds of people then go and do that the year after. So realizing that um, the people around you are only ever as good as you are, and you're only ever as good as the people that you're now around, which is why we have to continue to be better. We have to now be better for ourselves, but we have to then be better for others. And in doing so, obviously, that creates accountability both ways. And so the better you now treat yourself, the better others are going to treat you, and the better they're then going to treat themselves. And again, in the world of obviously coaching and what it is that we now do, I believe that's so powerful because that's what we're looking for. But most importantly, if we're saying one thing, but then doing another, that's going to be creating a disconnect and that's going to be um, leading to you losing trust in yourself um, and also actually not really saying and following through and potentially communicating at the level that you now know that you would like to. So what needs to shift, alter and change in terms of you to now be able to potentially treat yourself um, in an even more stronger more aligned way, incongruent to your values and what you now believe in and what you now stand for and what's now important to you. So I'm going to pause. I'm not going to go into the coaching side of things, but they've been my five biggest lessons uh, that I've now taken from others um, and also then obviously applied to myself over the course of Q1 and realized that regardless of how the last three months of the year have been, you have the opportunity to change at any given moment by looking at, okay, my behaviors, what are the action steps that I now want to take? What do I want to now commit to? What are the costs and what are the consequences of me not now doing that? What is it I now need to um, implement action? Who do I now need to be around? What do I need to eradicate? What do I need to systemize? What do I need to delegate? 
And how can I now reflect and lean into the bright spots that I already have um, been able to accomplish and achieve? And how can I now continue to build upon those and continue to put those two Ps into the machine? So I hope that was powerful. I will catch up with you in a couple of days and uh, I will distill my biggest coaching lessons. And uh, I would love to know what have been your biggest personal lessons that you've now taken from Q1. Um, and if uh, you put pen to paper, drop me a message on Instagram and uh, just say, hey, Joe, I've listened to the latest podcast and I just thought I'd share some of my biggest personal lessons, of course, if you're happy to, uh, because I'd absolutely love to hear them. Whatever you're up to, have an incredible morning, afternoon, evening, and I look forward to catching up with you very soon. Take care.